Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 848. The New Rules of Fitness for 2013 by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, the title of today's article says 2013, but it definitely still applies today. Many of the articles I read for you have been around for years, but we're always picking ones that are evergreen and can be revisited years into the future. So I promise you'll still find today's post super helpful. Oh, and it's Wednesday, so we're due for a little inspiration. So here we go. Quote, Sometimes, In the winds of change, we find our true direction. Anonymous. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The New Rules of Fitness for 2013 by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We've entered 2013, and yet most of us think of exercise like it's 1991. Let's toss out the old and welcome the new. The old. Long sessions of jogging or marathon sessions on the elliptical machine or treadmill or working every body part individually on a dozen different weight machines and dumbbell stations, doing circuits in a women-oriented fitness center, taking dance, aerobic, or kickboxing aerobic classes. Now, there's nothing wrong with all that, but it's not how we live today. Today, we live online in a world of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest of Gmail and iPhones. The way we live and think online isn't at all how we think about fitness. Let's take a cue from how we actually live and think today and change up fitness. Let's rethink things for 2013. The new rules of fitness. If we take cues from our online world today, here's how we do fitness, and some of us are already doing it this way. 
One, small. In the world of tweets and SMS messages, long classes or gym workouts or jogging sessions just don't seem to fit. We don't have time for all of that. So toss out the workout and instead think of fitness as small as a tweet. Sprint up a hill after getting off the train or parking your car. Sprint up a flight of stairs as you go into the office. Do some push-ups before a meeting. Do some squats after sitting for 30 minutes. Pick up a friend, put him on your shoulders and carry him for a block. Let's call it a fitness bit instead of a workout. Two, social. We rarely do anything online or offline without sharing it or collaborating with others. So share your fitness bits or do them with others. Play a sport. Find a place where others are sharing their fitness bits too. It's probably where you're already sharing other stuff. Three, distributed. Everything is out there in the cloud these days, not just on one server, but distributed across many. But when we schedule a workout, we schedule it at just one time. So 1990s. Instead, do bits throughout the day, distributed among all the other little tasks you're doing. Do some yoga sun salutations in the morning, a bit of walking or sprinting on the way to work, some body weight exercises at your desk, or in front of your living room couches for us work-at-home bums, some basketball or walking or running with friends after work, some chin-ups at home in the evening. This breaks up all the sitting you usually do, which is a good thing. Four, fun. We do most of our stuff online because it's fun, or at least I do. I love reading good stuff online or collaborating with friends or sharing something interesting I found or thought about. So why is fitness so boring to so many people? They're doing it wrong. It's actually fun as If you've been doing exercises you hate, find something more fun. A sport, playing with your kids, walking or running with a good friend, a new challenge with a group of friends. Five, open. Let's toss out the days when companies had proprietary secret methods for getting you in shape and you had to hire a trainer to tell you what to do because he or she had all the knowledge and you didn't. Instead, let's share our best methods, learn from each other, improve on each other's methods and share those. Let's find a good way like open source software has to collaborate and share our fitness methods. Six, exportable. These days, the best services allow you to export your data anytime you want, and you can take that data anywhere you want to take it. Yes, I know some services don't do that, but those guys suck. So let's do the same with fitness. Instead of having to do your workout at a gym or a track or a yoga studio or CrossFit gym or some other specific place, be able to take your workout anywhere. You can do bodyweight exercises anywhere, do yoga poses anywhere, do chin-ups at the playground or on a tree branch, sprint up a hill or some stairs, walk briskly anywhere. Be fluid with your fitness and be able to adapt to wherever you are. Seven, fast. We work with unprecedented speed online these days. If a page takes 10 seconds to load, it's too slow. That was unimaginable 15 years ago. So let's get our fitness to move at the same speed. Remove all the barriers to doing a fitness bit. Page speed comes when you remove all the heavy stuff from a page or app. So, remove the heavy stuff that slows you down before accessing the fitness bit. What are some of the barriers? Well, things like having to go to a gym, sign up for a class, get some clothes or equipment. Instead, you should remove anything that keeps you from doing a fitness bit right now or at any moment you want to do it. Those are the new rules of fitness and they will keep you active all the time 
if you give them a try. You just listened to the post titled The New Rules of Fitness for 2013 by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Now you might be wondering, with all of these wonderful suggestions that Leo has, where you incorporate little bits of fitness throughout your day, whether or not that actually will lead to improved health or improved fitness. And when we look at the research, it turns out that yes, it does seem to improve fitness. If we can incorporate a little less sitting and a little bit more movement, it turns out it does have some positive health effects on the body. You just have to do it fairly consistently. So if you don't have time to get to the gym and do that 20, 30, 45, 60 minute workout, that's okay. Just incorporate these little fitness bits throughout the day. Now, researchers are finding that it's not enough to just stand more throughout the day. So let's say you have a sit-stand station at your desk. That's one of those things where you can put your computer, monitor, and keyboard on this desk that you can then raise up so you can stand while you type or lower it back down when you get tired of standing and want to sit. Those are nice, but what we're learning is we actually need to move more, not just stand more. Again, standing is a bit of an improvement than sitting, but we really need to be moving. That's where we really see some of those health effects kick in. And you might feel silly at work, especially if you're in your business clothes, sprinting up some stairs to get to your office. Instead, maybe you can try skipping stairs and sort of lunging when you walk up the stairs instead of running up them. Or walk up the stairs a little bit more quickly. Instead of sprinting up them, walk as fast as you can up the stairs. Any way you can mix things up, get your heart rate slightly elevated even, that over time can make a big difference. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you as always for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.